VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The Volume. November is here. We are in the heart of the football season. Hockey and basketball just starting up. Best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest growing ticket app in the United States. GameTime. It's obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. That's what they do. You can find exclusive flash deals, ways to help you save money, sponsored deals on games and concerts on a daily basis. Pretty sweet. With zone deals, you pick the section you want and game time picks the seat. Big time savings there. And with a game time guarantee, you'll always get the best price. You'll find tickets in the same section, same row for less. Game time will credit 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets and go with game time, the fastest growing ticket app in the United States. Download the game time app. Create an account. The redeem code is Colin. That's me, C-O-L-I-N. $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. The redeem code C-O-L-I-N. $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute deals. Lowest priced tickets. Guaranteed. Okay, everybody, our Thanksgiving edition, Chad Millman, all of the odds provided by DraftKings. Now, at the very end, we're going to do about five minutes on Michigan, Ohio State. So I want you to stick around for that sharper square where I bring in Chad. I have feelings about games and he tells me if I'm right or wrong. Um, I don't have a vibe for any games this week. I think I like Detroit a lot. Uh, I like Arizona, I think. I would take the commanders and the points, even though I think Dallas will win. 12 points is a ton. Uh, I don't feel, um, I don't, it's just, I'm glad that I don't do a blazing five on Thanksgiving. I said last week, I thought I really liked the numbers. This week, I don't. And so off a of four in one week, I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, do a blazing five on, on, you know, short rest. Uh, underdogs often do very well on Thanksgiving. Um, like I think Dallas is going to beat the commanders. 12, 12 and a half points, uh, I can't go there. So I'm going to bring in Chad for some thoughts on that. Uh, I think it's just one of the best four-day periods of the year right now. I, I'm i thankful for that, that 
you know, we're two thirds through the season. And I think if you look up and around, take out Joe Burrow's injury, he's out for the season. I think most of the teams we thought would be in this space are. Uh, I didn't have the Jets as a playoff team with Aaron Rodgers. I certainly didn't with Zach Wilson. Um, about the only team uh, uh, um, I feel I've missed on, uh, I thought I thought Seattle would be better than this. They have really regressed in the last three weeks, really regressed. Um, Baltimore is better than I thought, although if you've listened to me for years, you know how much respect I have for Harbaugh, the owner, the GM, Lamar Jackson. But I don't think it's been a wildly surprising year. Buffalo, Miami, Philadelphia, Dallas, those felt like teams that would be the top of their division. San Francisco, a Detroit, feel like teams. New Orleans would be at the top of their division. Kansas City, top of their division. Now, the Chargers are not as good as I thought. I thought they were a playoff team. Um, and my guess today is they won't be. I can't wait to hear Chad's thoughts on the Ravens Chargers. But uh, I, I, I think by and large, all of us, feel this this season's turned out largely like we think. Again, I don't think Seattle has delivered as much as I thought they would. Uh, Baltimore's better than I thought they would, but I I didn't buy into the Jets. Um, I, I, I think the league's getting easier to predict on a wide level. Take the best quarterback if he has a competent coach. Week to week, who knows? So a Thanksgiving edition, sharper square, at the end, some thoughts on Michigan, Ohio State. Let's bring in Chad Millman, the CCO of the Action Network. All odds provided, again, by DraftKings. All right. Very good week. Four and one. Sharper Square. Chad Millman, CCO Action Network. All odds provided by DraftKings. So after, uh, you know, a clunky start, a lot of turbulence first two weeks have actually been, you know, kind of break even or a winning week for a couple months. Uh, my theory is the gap between really good quarterback play and bad quarterback play is wider than ever, which makes predicting the NFL on a macro level preseason predictions. I'm like 11 of 14 teams. I feel really good. The Burrow injury hurts my Bengals prediction. But um, so this weekend, I'm going to go back and lean again, regardless of the lines, into something I believe in, which this gap is getting worse. And now offensive lines are beat up. So the better quarterbacks have the ability to overcome a little bit of that. The bad ones don't at all. So here we go. I know the number's bad, but Lions minus seven and a half against the Packers. The Chargers lost that game. Green Bay didn't win it. Austin Eckler fumbling. In your luck ratings, Green Bay had to be up there. Detroit, the perfect Sean Payton told me, the best team to coach. You win and play like crap. Detroit won and played like crap. I know the hook's bad news. There is a massive gap between these two teams. Packers also beat up. I'd swallow it. I think the Lions blow out the Packers sharper square. Starts are totally with you on this one. And what the a lot of times what wise guys look at is how does a quarterback bounce back after making horrible throws and bad decisions? What did we see from Jared Goff? Three picks. They were out of that game. 17 points in the final four minutes, 20 seconds. He was laser focused. The wise guys are all over the lines here. Also, there are a lot of trends that will support backing the big underdog uh, on Thanksgiving Day. And one more thing that you that adds to your idea of, look, they've got a great offensive line. They've got a great quarterback. 
They've got really good edge players, really good running backs. They are a better team. They're a better coach team. But also, when you're getting on the short rest, you want to go with a team that has more talent. We even see it happening on these Thursday games, right? You would normally see a Thursday game. You'd see the, the if there's a bad line, you'd see the underdogs getting a lot of action. You don't. You see the, the favorites getting the action. So this is a little bit like that. Okay. Um, this is my second favorite pick of the week. And I like the Colts minus two and a half hosting the Bucks. So really smart offensive coaches off a of bye. Now, I I took Philly over Kansas City because both coaches, offensive and Sirianni's now 4-0 off a of bye. So I thought it muted some of the advantage. But I get a really sharp offensive coach off a of bye against a defensive coach. Um, no bye, Todd Bowles. I thought it was one of my stronger plays. I'm going to take the Colts minus two and a half at home, rested, reasonably healthy, sharper square. No consensus. The early reporting I've heard is that wise guys like the Bucks, that they've been playing better than people are giving them credit for, that Baker has been keeping his team in games. A lot of times, if you look at some of these games, even last week against San Francisco, they were a player or two away from covering, you look earlier in the year, they were playing the Eagles. They were six-point dogs. They were a couple of Mike Evans drops away from covering. Like this is a team that has consistently been hanging around. So, and that's with good teams. So now if they're going to be playing a mediocre to bad team whose defense is not very good, who are still playing Gardner Minshew, it's an odd thing to be backing the Colts as a favorite with Gardner Minshew, I feel like you are leaning a little bit too much into the uh, new coach theme and not necessarily the players on the field theme. I'm going to take Arizona minus one hosting the Rams. So it's one thing to play the Rams when Cooper Cup is hurt in the game. Another thing preparing when you're not going to face him and you know it. Uh, Puka Nakoa is a great story, but he doesn't separate. They don't have a separating receiver. He's a zone beater. Uh, in the end, um, Rams are still a rebuilding roster. Arizona beat Atlanta. Tough out. Played really well at times against Houston. They're at home. Um the Rams were completely outplayed for three quarters. Seattle just can't get stops on third down. Arizona will. I'm going to take Arizona, Kyler Murray at home, sharper square. So it's a little sharp. And what I mean by that is the wise guys started playing Arizona when, when they were underdogs at home. They've been yes. really impressed with Kyler Murray in the two games he's been back, uh, especially last week. He kept them in that game. They covered yep. that game at five and a half, which was a big number. The wise guys started betting early in the week on Kyler Murray against the Texans. So now you're looking at a game in which Kyler Murray and the, and the Cardinals are now favorites, right? So if you think the Cardinals are going to win, you're still going to be on the right side because you're betting the minus one. I will tell you that historically, the trend is when a team flips from being an underdog to being a favorite, the numbers work against them. So what you really need to be thinking about is, why didn't I get this number a little bit earlier? Because you would have liked it more at plus one. I get, I get you got to like, play the lines that are in front of you right now, but there's a lot of games on the board to play where you're not trying to buck some trends. Um, I'm going to take the Saints plus one at the Falcons off a of bye. I think they have a much better roster. I think there's a little turmoil inside of Atlanta. Um, I think Arthur Smith is smart, but he's outspoken, blunt. I'm not sure the team loves him. Uh, I think this is a 
experienced quarterback, better roster off a bye, older team in spots getting a little healthy. Younger teams don't need that bye. When they're playing well, they want to play the next week. Older teams always appreciate time off. I think I'd take the Saints as a one-point dog sharper square. It's like you're trying to pick the corner TV games. I, I don't know, <laughs> know what's going on here. Well, I, I'm picking what I like. Well, look, I think New Orleans is the right side. I agree. Desmond Ritter is not an NFL caliber quarterback. They have not been using Bijan Robinson in a way that anyone thought they would. I mean, this was a guy that everyone expected to be a runaway for offensive rookie of the year. And don't you think the guys in the locker room are wondering why they're not using yes. him? He's obviously a huge talent. Yes. It's, it's, you have to be thinking if you're a player in the Falcons right now, wait a second. Arthur Smith was a genius when we were using Cordero Patterson, but we've got a talent who might be once in a generation and we can't figure out how to get this guy in space and make him the perfect weapon for everything we want to do when we don't have a quarterback who can really throw the ball downfield. So yeah, the Saints are the right side here because you're getting them off a of bye. They're older. You know, the, the challenge here is that Derek Carr has been terrible in the red zone. And the reason the Saints have gotten better in the red zone and they started to turn their season around is because of Taysom Hill. Hill. I will also tell you, Dennis Allen, the past 20 years, 140-something coaches in the NFL, he is one of the least profitable against the spread in any capacity. So this is kind of a game where if you like it, you're still playing with fire. All right. Generally, I would take the hook. Chargers getting three and a half at home. But I've been saying this for two months. I think the Ravens are probably the most complete team in the league. Mark Andrews won't play. But the Chargers defense made Jordan Love look special. It's a bad defense. I know it's the hook. I'm There is no home field advantage for the Chargers. It does not exist. I think the, I think the Ravens could blow them out. Sharper square. Totally square. The Ravens have not been the side for the wise guys this week. The, the number opened at four and a half, got bet down to four. Now it's down to three and a half. Look, the Chargers, nobody believes in Brandon Staley. We have said it all year. We don't think he's a very good coach. The wise guys consistently bet against him when he's a favorite. When he's an underdog, and there's, they're at home, it's a different scenario, and their weapons on offense are just so good. And you talk about luck, right? What did the Packers have last week? They also had Keenan Allen dropping a third down catch near the goal line that would have put them in first and goal. He dropped a touchdown pass. There were a lot of sort of inconsistencies in the way games normally play out that helped the Packers win that game in addition to the Chargers defense just being terrible. So the wise guys like the Chargers here with the hook because they're dogs and it's the only get right spot they're going to find. I'm going to take Buffalo minus three against Philadelphia. Here's the reason why. Short week, just played Kansas City in a rematch of the Super Bowl. The following week for Philadelphia, it's the San Francisco 49ers. It's a bit of a tweener game. The world now is selling all Buffalo stock. But if you watch them against the Jets, they were more creative. They use more motion. Clearly, uh, Ken Dorsey, right, that was seen as a shortcoming within the staff. Uh, Buffalo minus three, they win. It shocks a lot of people, but this is a brutal, brutal spot for Philadelphia. The classic sandwich game, Bills plus three, sharper square. Uh, look, it's totally sharp. And thank God you brought it up because when we got to the segment where I'm trying to convince you of games, I was going to be like, how are you not taking Buffalo? Uh, totally the sharp side. The number was at three and a half. It got bet down to three. 
you you mentioned luck rankings before, right? The Philadelphia Eagles are one of the three luckiest teams in the NFL this year. The Buffalo Bills are one of the three most unlucky teams in the NFL this year. There is a massive gap. Just look at a couple games that have happened the past few weeks, right? The Eagles, what they did on Monday Night Football, they won the game because Travis Kelsey fumbled, a luck play, and because a player dropped a touchdown pass, a luck play. The Buffalo Bills, how did they lose to the Denver Broncos? They had 12 men on a field on the field for a field goal that the Broncos missed. They got to do it again. They lost. How did they lose to the Patriots? Mac Jones driving down the field, a couple of sporadic, inconsistent plays. That factors into it, right? So yes, the wise guys are on the bills in this spot. It's a good spot for them to get healthy. One other thing that you have to consider, and we started to see it a little bit this past week, the bills traded for Rasul Douglas at the trade deadline on October 31st. The Bills started yes. doing horribly this year and going on their roller coaster ride of inconsistency when they lost Tredavious White against Miami in the early in early October. Then they lost Matt Milano the next week in a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars in London, right? So the defense has been struggling because they don't have any playmakers. They traded for Rasul Douglas. Last week was his first, was his third game, his first big game, two picks, one fumble recovery. And he started to look like the playmaker the Bills need in the secondary. When you are going against Devontae Smith, when you're going against A.J. Brown, you're going to need someone who is physical, who can play on those receivers and make plays in the secondary. So that's one thing that I think could be an X factor in this game. Listen, we've all had fender benders in our life. Sometimes it's even more serious. People between the ages of 25 and 34, in fact, have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. Be careful, but even if it's somebody else's mistake, you can lean on Morgan and Morgan. If you've ever been injured, check out Morgan and Morgan. It's the nation's largest injury law firm. 100 offices and over 800 lawyers with over 15 billion, that's a B billion dollars recovered with over 300,000 clients. Morgan and Morgan has a proven track record of fighting for you to get full and fair compensation, fighting for people for over 35 years. Starting for an entire football franchise as a rookie quarterback is hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. If you're ever injured, check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go forthepeople.com slash Colin or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com slash Colin or pound law 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. 
Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Dak has not been a great home favorite during Thanksgiving. I'd take Commanders plus 12 and a half. It's a division rivalry game. Both are, you know, we know who the better team is. That's an egregiously high number. I think Sam Howell, if you look at who the Cowboys have beaten, Giants, Jets, Rams when Stafford got hurt, Carolina, it's a lot of bad quarterbacks. I don't think Sam Howell's bad. I think he deserves another year with an offensive-minded coach. I think Sam Howell's actually okay in spots. I watched them against Philadelphia. He can make all the big boy throws. I watched them against Denver. He can make all the big boy throws. I think this is actually a pretty competitive game. I take the 12 and a half sharper square. Totally sharp. Uh, when you're talking about division matchups like this, uh, the road team that is the underdog uh, has a 53% cover rate the past five years. So that's on the edge of where you want to be. But then you put in the factor that it's such a big number in a division game that raises the factors a little bit more. Uh, there's a lot of things going your way when you want to bet on the commanders here. Dak not being a good uh, quarterback against the spread on Thanksgiving is another big factor. There is some hesitancy, like this line was at 11. You would have thought professional bettors would have hammered this line at 11. Over the last 24, 36 hours, it's gone up 12 and a half. It's trending towards 13. You're going to see the buyback. Wise guys want to bet on the commanders at this bigger number. Um, but it is it is not as much of a consensus as you would think. But I'm with you. All right. Um, yeah. So we always do a talk me into a game. I kind of think the Jaguars got doused by the Texans. I'd probably take them here as a one and a half point favorite. Don't love it. Texans are better and consistent. Uh, they didn't play particularly well against Arizona. Still won. That's a really good trend and trait when you can play poorly and win. My guess is the Sharps are on C.J. Stroud. But Jacksonville got doused two weeks ago, so I'd probably take him because I like Trevor Lawrence. Talk me into the side. Wise guys are on C.J. Stroud. They they are just consistently seeing something in him that they frankly haven't seen in Trevor Lawrence, who has been inconsistent, who misses throws. You watch C.J. Stroud. There was a play last week. The guy got leveled, completely leveled. Yes. Had to come out for a play. The next play, it's third and 17. They didn't even hesitate. He gets the ball, runs out of the pocket. He's got someone chasing him. He can make one throw to one guy, and it's a rope to tank down on the sideline to, to go third and 17. The guy just knows how to play quarterback and has been proving it. He's preternaturally good, right? Talk about MVP as this guy was at 201 before the season. Now he's less than 20 to one. It's actually weird to me that this team is an underdog at home where he's 5-0 and against the spread, by the way. 
And I think that part of the problem is when you get a team like the Texans that is power rated so low when the season begins, every bookmaker will tell you we can't just automatically jump the number by 10 points. Like they need to gradually do it, right? It's like coming off of a bad of bad medicine, right? Like you need to gradually come off it a little bit. So they have not fully changed their power rating on the Texans because it's weird to me that there are dogs at home right now and you're getting the hook. Okay, there's always a game I completely miss on. I, you know, I the Denver Broncos game fascinates me um, and I have a feeling that's it. Uh, I, I feel like... I feel like Denver keeps kind of winning the same way where I'm not sure they're the better team. And then Russell makes a play. But then I look at their defense and it's really young and hyper aggressive. Simmons now is making instrumental plays. I already like their top corner of Patrick Sertan. Can Denver win again? Is that the dumpster dive I missed? No, uh, the wise guys are on uh, Cleveland in this game. The line opened two and a half. It's been bet down to one and a half. There's a difference. And, and a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, Cleveland and Baltimore. And I, I think I tried to convince you that Cleveland was the side in this game. And right. they ended up covering in this game. And the reason why I like Cleveland in, this, in that game was because their defense is offensive. And what I mean by that is they have playmakers at every single level of the defense. It's not just Miles Garrett, who might be one of the best players in the NFL right now, but it's guys like Grant Delpit who are leading that team in tackles, right? And and he is playing in the box, but he is also playing in coverage. They make plays that put the Browns offense in a position to score. They don't always have to be getting a field, getting a kickoff going down 75 yards or getting a punt from deep in their territory. The Browns defense puts them in a good position. I can't say the same about the Broncos. They're better. They're making team. They're holding teams to fewer points. Their tackling is still really bad. Like we saw that against Minnesota. They could not tackle anybody. And the Browns are a heavy rush team with now in Dorian Thompson Robinson, a very mobile quarterback. So the wise guys like the Browns here. The only caveat I would say is that the number has moved. And so it's becoming harder and harder to bet on it. You're essentially betting on the Browns to win at this point. Any other dumpster diving? Can I interest you in the Las Vegas Raiders as eight and a half, eight or nine, depending on where you're looking, point underdogs hosting yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs? So look, yeah, the Chiefs, they have been virtually unbeatable. And I like the Eagles too this past week. I think we made the Eagles last week an executive decision. And yes. um, the second half in games, it's almost like Andy Reid recognizes that his receivers are not playmakers. And so he's immediately playing the clock in the second half. They scored, what, two touchdowns in the second half in the past five games. They had 17 points yeah. at halftime this past week, ended the game with 17 points. There's a lot of stuff to unpack for this team. So now you're asking in a division game, for them to go on the road and beat a team in the Raiders that still has a very aggressive defense and a very good pass rush and obviously one of the best defensive ends and edge rushers in Max Crosby. So, and Aiden O'Connell has shown stuff, right? Like he's throwing the ball downfield. He's not afraid. He's very accurate. Yeah, he can make balls. throws. He's not He's not mobile, but he can he make can, throws. He can totally make throws. So it's a big number. And, and, and um, Patrick Mahomes, for all his success, when he's favored by three or less, other than this past week when you and I decided to take the Eagles, generally covers. 
three and a half or more, he is way under 500 against the spread. Yeah. So this is a spot where you want to you want to fade Mahomes. Yeah, I think this is a, a smart pick. Also, Antonio Pierce is fighting and that staff is fighting for seven figure contracts. Yep. Right. Like Mark Davis probably wants to hire this staff because he's paying Gruden and he's paying Josh McDaniels. He would love to get a coach on the cheap. So this staff knows they've got probably a, a 65, 35, 70, 30 chance to land these jobs. Just show effort. I don't even think you have to win. I think if they're consistently showing effort, I mean, they overachieved last week and they lost. That was a good yeah. loss. For an interim coach as a big dog, that was a good loss. Think about How this. How about a 24-20 loss to Kansas City? He may get an extension right there. Think about this. Think about the Chargers who have had Brandon Staley who has underperformed. The defense that he is supposed to be a specialist in has been terrible. He has not gotten the best out of a un, an unbelievably talented offense. The Chargers won't fire him. Probably because the Chargers are cheap and don't want to turn over the staff and have to pay two coaches at the same time. The flip side is you've got a Raiders team that is as consistently bad as the Chargers but Mark Davis is willing to turn that staff over and pay hundreds of millions of dollars in excess coaching fees to try to find the winner. That's admirable. Either way, like you're getting losers, but at least one guy is willing to spend to try to find the formula to win. Okay. Michigan, Ohio State. Um, 21 straight times in this meeting, the team that has rushed for more has won. And Michigan is a better rush team. Ohio State is eighth in the Big Ten. Rushing better in the last three to four weeks, but Michigan's the better run team. I think they have the better offensive line. They're at home. I think they have the better quarterback with C.J. Stroud. The Buckeyes were blown out the last two years. I think Michigan wins. If Harbaugh was on the sideline, I think it would be convincing. Um, I think without him, it does matter. It's closer. It's three and a half for the Buckeyes, all odds provided by DraftKings. I'm interested where the Sharps would go on this. I like Michigan with Harbaugh. I think it would be like plus five, plus four, and I would absolutely take Michigan. It's a stay away game for me without Harbaugh. What do the wise guys think? Well, Michigan is the side. And think about this. When you're coaching during the game as a head coach, and Chuck Noll used to say this all the time, right? His job is Monday to Friday. And when he's on the sideline on Sunday, it's up to the players and what they've been doing and how they've been practicing and how they are executing based on what they did and what they learned from his coaching during the week. What's Jim Harbaugh doing on the sidelines? Fourth down calls, timeouts, right? This is obviously a a, a heightened example that his coaching staff is going to have to manage. But this team is in a different place mentally. Like they feel aggrieved, right? Remember Ryan Day getting mocked Ohio against the world when they needed a miracle to beat Notre Dame? This really does feel like to the Michigan players and the Michigan coaching staff, Michigan against the world. The guy has been suspended. The guy's been suspended multiple times (laughs) this year. And like they keep winning. People keep coming after them. I like Michigan here. Happy Thanksgiving to the Action Network. You, Chad Millman, uh, four days of football. Can't wait. Um, such a good time of the year. This is, I'm not a big fan of wearing sweaters and sitting into a, in a hot kitchen. So I don't love Thanksgiving. Um, 
but I'll but I'll say this. I think the Michigan Ohio State game may get 18 million viewers. I don't remember a college football regular season game that felt like this. There was a Georgia Bama game a few years ago that was close. Georgia hadn't won a title yet and we kind of felt like yep. this was their team. But um it's weird being on the Michigan side. Because if you're on the Michigan side, you are labeled as a cheater. And of course, I have always been morally flexible, like all of us are. I just acknowledge it. Yes. So we we all speed. We've all written off a glass of wine that really wasn't supposed to be on our taxes. Uh, we, we've all we've all um, you know uh, shoplifted major appliances. <laughs> I mean, those kind of things. Um, I te- I tend to think with Harbaugh, like Pete Carroll at SC, he's always been a push the envelope guy. And I think college sports, Bill Self falls into this. Remember the, remember the claims? Oh, yeah. I think Jim Beheim. I think, I think the NFL would be far more punitive and they police you more arduously. But the NCAA is this fuzzy, nebulous bureaucracy where everybody suspects their neighbor is cheating a little. So I think it, it promotes push the envelope among staffs. So I don't view myself as as a morally, uh, this is not a morally conclusive stand that I'm backing a cheater. It is a push the envelope industry on Wall Street. You don't think guys go to lunch and share information. It's called insider trading. You think Martha Stewart was the last one to really do it of note. And I think there are industries. I remember when I worked at... Um, ESPN. And you're supposed to leave a window open for rivals to compete for contracts. So if you have the NBA, you can't renegotiate that. There's a window where Fox or NBC or CBS could come in. Really think that's how it works. <laughs> really think presidents aren't going to dinner with commissioners, stopping by for cigars, some cognac. So I just think there are industries. Tech is another one. You read the Steve Jobs, Walter Isaacson biography, it's day to day you're pushing stuff. It, it's 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 poker playing. It's 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 bluffs. It's a bit of a grift. And so I think college sports almost promotes it with this fuzzy bureaucracy that gives unequal punitive punishment to certain programs. It's the old Tark joke. The NCAA was so mad at Kentucky, they put Cleveland State on probation. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I don't think I'm backing a cheater. I think he went over the line. Instead of going 78 on the freeway, it was 94 with his middle finger out to the conference. But I'm I'm not deeply bothered by it. So look, Colin, we've all crushed up sleeping pills, put it in our parents' food, and then used their hand to sign the will that used to be going to your sister and now it's going to you. That's totally right. fine. I never yes. understood what the big deal was with this particular scandal because the go- the saying goes, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Like we're going up in arms about sign stealing. Every single coach covers their mouth when they are putting the play into the game. You know why they do that? Because they know somebody's watching and is going to try to steal the sign. Like, also, also, everybody changes their signs and signals for big games. You don't ch- Super Bowl, playoff games, Rose Bowl, Auburn, Alabama. 
Those are the games you change. Ask Peyton Manning. You change the signs for those games. Now, you can use them back-to-back if you're hosting Rutgers in Maryland. Okay, those games aren't on national TV. But the reality is these big spot games, Peyton Manning isn't doing the same signals. These guys change for playoff games, division rivalry games. When you're playing the Ravens the second time if you're the Steelers, you're not using the same signs, same audibles. Stuff changes constantly. Colin, we've all broken into We've all broken into a colleague's email to send really inappropriate comments to your boss when yeah. you're both going for the same promotion. It's totally fine. Yeah. That's what people do in the game of life, in the game of professional media, and in the game of football, you steal signs. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, brother. The Volume. There's so much to be thankful for over the holiday weekend, friends and family, food and football, especially NFL. New customers at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Full weekend of action. Full week of action. Right now, five bucks. New customers can bet just five bucks on the NFL to score 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets. You bet five, you get 150. Money lines, props, live bets, and so much more, no matter your appetite, there is something for you at DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. The code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N. New customers bet five bucks on the NFL and get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. The code is always Colin, C-O-L-I-N. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut. Help is available. For problem gambling, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, KS, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.